are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Coffee with Kim. I invite you to journey with me to a new day. I believe God has led you to this moment and this place because he is about to bring purpose and potential to your story. So join thousands of women and men from around the globe who have discovered how powerful their stories become once Christ touches them with his purpose. Don't you long to make this same discovery? Then grab your coffee, scoot in, and join me as we let God's Word reveal how every part of your past has been preparing you for this very moment. How many of us think God has skipped right over me? He doesn't know me. He doesn't even care. Or I've messed up too much. God can't possibly use me. How many of us are sick and tired of feeling this way and we're ready to do whatever it takes to dare to be all God created us to be? If this is you, this program just may be your prayer come true for the path to your purpose and your passion. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee. You know what Coffee stands for, Conversations of Friends of Faith to Encourage and Equip. I'm Kim Crable, so delighted to be joining you today. Well, today's guest may be right on time for you. Her message comes in the form of a dare, and I'm holding it right now, the, the God dare. As a matter of fact, her new book, her new release is just that, The God Dare. What is a God Dare and how do you hear it? How do you know that it's a God Dare? Well, joining me to discuss this amazing topic is the author and the speaker, Kate Bostelli. Kate, what an honor it is to have you joining us for coffee. Welcome, friend. Hey, Kim. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today. I am so excited about this topic. I will tell you, my heart is to make God's word so practical and so um, uh, so practical and so passionate that people just will be in the salt and the light, that they get so thirsty for it in the midst of the, their darkness that they can't help but step out and, and find the courage to do what God is calling them to do. And that's exactly what your book does. So, Wow, I don't know how long it took you to write this, but it was worth every minute, and I can't wait to dig into it, Kate. So, And I also have to, before we move on, I have to give a huge shout-out to our friend, our mutual friend, Sheila Irwin, who um, introduced us, and, uh, and she said, you know, she's the mother of the Irwin brothers, she's the author, of uh, best-selling author, she, she's just an incredible woman of wisdom, and you and I are so blessed to be able to call her a friend, and now we can... Now, we're friends, so it's amazing how God does that. <laughs> Amen. So, well, let's, let's get started with, uh, with your, your book, The God Dare. I just absolutely think it is a, a, a message for our world today. And so let's just, let's just talk about what does the phrase God Dare mean to you? Why is it called the God Dare? Well, have you ever had? the Lord drop one of those crazy ideas in your spirit and you think, well, I can't do that, Lord. That is way too 
far out of my comfort zone. I'm too scared. And no, I'm not going to do that. I think he does that all the time with us. He puts those things in our spirit that he is calling us to do. But as I say in the book, we have to choose to be chosen by the Lord. You know, we have to choose to be chosen by him to change the world. So it's easy to say no. It's easy to not step out. But when you do, you're, you can very easily change the world with, the, with that, whatever that crazy idea is, or just not necessarily crazy, but spirit-led idea. But we have to be listening, and we, we have to be willing to step out, because I think there are just so many of us kind of get stuck where we are, stuck in our comfort zone, or they say, like you read in the introduction, God can't use me. I've just messed up too much. I'm too old. Yeah. I hear that a lot. I'm too young. Yeah. God does not yeah. care about age. I mean, I know that at my age, in my 60s, that, you know, my first book came out when I was in my 50s, which made no sense because I didn't mm-hmm. consider myself a writer. I mean, I could yeah. write and I, I knew I was good, but never writing a book. I thought, God, no, that's crazy. But I did. Yeah. And after I wrote that, I thought, God, you dared me, didn't you? It felt like he had <laughs> literally dared me to write it because, I mean, none of it made any sense. But I obeyed. I did it. And I thought, all right, you, you dared me. So I wrote this blog post. I was thinking, I've got to go through the Bible and see where else God did this. And I found, of course, with many of the Bible heroes, God was calling them into something completely out of their comfort zone, completely different than where they thought they were going. So I wrote a blog post called The God There, and, and a gal, a publishing place that I'd been with, said, you need to turn this into a book. So I did. Now, that took me eight years to get that book out. Like you said, it doesn't matter how long it takes, but... I I got it, finally got it done and out to the world. And I just, I really think, I'm hoping that it will just encourage people to not be afraid. That's probably the biggest message. Yeah, absolutely. It's like stirring the gift inside Mm -hmm. of people. And that, you know, that's what God calls us to do. I think about that scripture. I believe that's what this book does. It, it, it It causes something to start moving inside us, you know, maybe it's start, starting to unlock, you know, unlodge some of these dreams and these thoughts and, oh, that, how that excites me because, boy, for such a time as this, for people who have gotten so stuck in their walk and they're, they're embedded by the enemy's lies to have the truth come out in such a bold way. And, you know, when I'm writing my books, that's what I'm trying to do is like, stir something in people help them to see the god who says you can i love this uh you you talked about it uh, just for a minute but it's on page it's very early in your book actually page 21 of the book the god dare i love in bold you you write the god dare is for those who are willing to choose to be chosen to make the impossible possible oh my gosh that's so beautiful <laughs> i just love that and so Friends, if you're out there and you're listening and you think, oh, my gosh, I know I have things in me. I know I feel it. I just feel like it's too late. Please listen to this and let's let's begin to listen to what God says rather than what the enemy has been using. We've got to go. We've got to remember, and, and Kate does this. She goes all the way back to the garden, you know, of how the enemy mm-hmm. is trying to deceive us, to stop us. All right, well, let's move on because I want, there's so many things uh, to talk about. I can't help but mention, of course, your daughter, Francesca, the Grammy Award-winning mm-hmm. uh, singer, songwriter. And I know that a lot of people ask you, has she ever taken a God dare? And your, your answer is yes, she has. 
Well, let me, instead of asking you what it was, can I ask, may I ask you, what was it about her, do you think? What do you attribute to her for having the courage to take the God dare? You know, I think my husband and I just really spoke life over her from the time she was little. Now, I was raised back in the 50s and 60s, and I, I, I have parents that love me, but they didn't know the Lord. And that I never mm. heard growing up, you have a purpose. God's going to use you. You're, you know, a daughter of God. Just all the things that scripture says about us. And once I was saved, and I wasn't saved till I was 29, so I was quite a bit older. But once that happened and I started reading scripture and thinking, wait a minute, God says something different about me. He does have yes. something to say to all of us. So as I learned that, my husband and I came to that knowledge. We just said, we're going to speak this out over her. That, that, that growing up without mm. that, that ends with me. I'm going to determine that she knows who she is in the Lord, that she knows who, that she knows that she has a purpose wherever her gifts take her. And I saw her so many times step out. And when I remember when there's something she was afraid of, and I said, Franny, we call her Franny. I said, sometimes you just have to do it afraid. You know, I mean, you just mm. sometimes do, and that, that's how it, how it is. But she was always bold, even when she was young, just starting her career doing the different things when someone would ask her to do something and it was scary or it was big, she would just jump in because she knew what I was going to say. <laughs> you have to just do it yeah. afraid. So I've seen it many well, times in her life. Well, I think you just spoke into in so many parents um, what you did and how you chose to, to live that through a first your own personal relationship with Christ. I love the fact where you said we chose to speak these truths over her. Mm-hmm. You know, we hear all the time, pray them, but there's a whole different concept that comes into play when we speak it over them. The power of the tongue has life and death. So uh, for parents out there, speak the word. In Deuteronomy, it, it says from the time we rise to the time we go to bed, right? We're to be speaking mm-hmm. God's word. So uh, what a what a huge principle for our parents and grandparents, may I ask, uh, mm-hmm. may I add, to, to really be able to speak God's word. That, that is powerful. Well, she is, um, she, she soaked it in and is infused with God's word. Her first single, Free to Be Me, uh, what was it? It came number one in, in eight years. And so what a, mm-hmm. what a tribute uh, for you to have raised such an incredible woman of God and, and how she sings and speaks into so many people's lives. So, you know, it's it's building our legacy. It's speaking. What is it? I think it's in Psalm 145 where it talks about our words will be able to be echoed through the generations. And so uh, definitely that is that is a, a word come true in, in your life and most definitely in hers as well. Well, let me go right on if it's okay. We, we hit upon some of these things, um, Kate, about the God dare. I have a question for you. You know, there are uh, lots of reasons why we, you know, we use as excuses, and excuses can paralyze us. But I want to back up just a minute before we get to the excuses, and let me ask you, if there's someone out there going, oh, my gosh, I, you know, I, I hear what she's saying, and, and I've had this crazy thought in my mind, crazy meaning there's no way I can do it on my own, how do I know that that's a God dare? So what would you say to that person? How do they know that it's a God dare? 
Well, they, they really need to pray, of course. I always tell people, get good counsel from mature Christians, mm. from ones that you know yeah. will pray, because sometimes yeah. it's not God. You know, sometimes we think, I'm supposed to go to, you know, somewhere across the world to be a missionary, and that, if that's not what God's calling you to do, it's not, gonna, it's not going to succeed. So I always encourage people, you've got to pray, you've got to have others praying for you, and then ask the Lord for confirmation. There's nothing wrong with yes. that. God will confirm it. If it's him, believe me, he will let you know. <laughs> Just like yes. he did for me, he will make it very clear that either this is what you're supposed to do or it's not. And I always yes. will pray, God, it open. if this is you, then open the door. And if it's not you, shut that door. Because I don't mm. want to walk out of his purpose, even if it's good. It can sound, it can be something yes. that's really good. But good, yes. you know, I always say good is the enemy of the best. It's, it's not necessarily the best thing God has for you. So be willing, even if it's the dream of your heart, if it's not the Lord, we have to be willing to lay that down, which is never fun for yes. any of us. But when God says I, this isn't for you, we just don't know what's in the future that he does have for us. Right, which is, which is what you did with your uh, Broadway career. But before we get to that, I want to say, I want to touch on what you just talked about between the good and the godly. You know, one of the things that I think is so important for people to understand is that, um, you know, that godly discernment is, is not necessarily between good and bad. Godly discernment is between what is good and what is godly. And so we have to remember that it's pretty easy to, for us to tell what is you know the difference between good and bad, but that's what I see all through your book, even with all the many examples uh, from the biblical examples you give of people, and they're a guide too as well. I love that that you did that. You gave yourself as an example, your daughter, different people, but given the biblical, so it's a really good um, good insight uh, and rightly dividing the word so that we get a really good picture. So so friends, if you're questioning, you know that that was a quick answer from Kate. It's a great answer, but if you want to dive into that more, you can grab this book because she goes into it even deeper. I wish we had time, but I did want to touch on it so that you know that you can get the book and you can even go deeper into it. So your God dare, you said maybe one, maybe one of your first God dares was uh, about your Broadway career, which I think is a, a, a something that everyone needs to understand that sometimes God will take you away from something you love to get you on the path to what he wants you to do. So will you take just a couple minutes and talk about what you left in order to uh, find what God would have you to do? Oh, sure. When I was in my 20s, um, I never graduated from college. I like to tell people that I went to four colleges in two years and never graduated from any of them, (laughs) but I did get on the dean's list. I was just kind of a mess after (laughs) high school. I didn't know the Lord didn't know what I was doing, but eventually I I always knew that I could sing, and I knew I had a good voice. So I thought, all right, Mm -hmm. let me try theater. I loved that when I was in high school. You know, you get your part of those local plays and all that. So I found a local community theater, got a lot of experience there, eventually moved to New York, started doing, you know, regional theater, dinner theater, all that. Well, eventually I got to go out as the understudy of a big tour of The King and I starring Yul Brynner. Your younger listeners won't know who he is unless they've seen the Ten Commandments. He's Pharaoh, but, but anyone who's old enough to know knows what a big star he was. Well, I went out as the yeah. understudy to the leading lady. I won't tell the whole story, but I eventually became the leading lady. 
and was on tour for about three years, did about a thousand performances of the King and I all over the country. It was great. My husband joined the tour. Well, he wasn't my husband then, but this young man named Mike Battistelli joined the tour. And of course we fell in love Mm -hmm. across the footlights. He was the associate conductor. So I could see him down in the pit and I knew he was just really cute. (laughs) But then we met, (laughs) fell in love and, and got married. We were still living in New York and, you know, pursuing our careers. We, we knew at this point, actually about eight months after we got married, we had a gal who was a born again Jewish woman who had become a good friend through business and she brought us to the Lord. So it mm-hmm. was an amazing thing. I, I'd never had an experience just really giving my heart to Jesus. I, I knew who he was and thought, you know, that's for other people, not for me. But he really pulled my husband, my husband and myself kind of just pulled us out of the life we've been living. And after we had our daughter a year after that, and then a year after that, we started getting this feeling thinking, I think the Lord is telling us we need to lay this down. These careers that we've built, my husband was conducting on Broadway, radio city. We were doing, we were successful. You know, this is what you dream of and what you've lived your life for. And we heard the Holy spirit say, you need to lay this down and walk away which just, Mm. it it made no sense in the natural, but we knew it was what God was telling us to do. So we did. We walked away from our careers. We moved back to New Jersey. That's where I was from. And eventually down to Florida where we raised our daughter, but we left for home business, homeschooling back before it was the thing. And, you know, Mm. I I look now though, I think today I look back and see what God has done for us and through us because I think we laid that down the Lord yes. was able to, to take it through our daughter because I just wanted to be famous. Honestly, I wanted to win a Tony, right. people to love me, right. know my name. And God said, no, I can't use that, but I can use your daughter because she's doing it for my glory. So I see that wow. today. And I tell people that God, our ceiling, our ceiling is God's floor for her. It became her floor because mm-hmm. we had some wisdom and you know, experience in the entertainment world. And we were able to help her navigate as she was beginning to come up in the music industry. And, but I, I look back and think, would I want to go back to that? And I would not, not for a moment would I go back to that life because this is so much richer. Even though we had to mm-hmm. lay something down. And sometimes God mm-hmm. asks you to do that, something that you yeah. love. But if it's yeah. not the thing that's going to bring life, then there's mm-hmm. no point. You know, it's, it's just better to do it as difficult as it will be at first. Right. Oh, gosh, I love everything you just said. And I, I'm, I have to ask you, what was it like the moment when you realized your daughter had an incredible singing voice? I knew when she was pretty young because she and I uh-huh. did some community theater when we lived in Florida. She wanted to, I think they were doing a production of The Sound of Music, and she wanted to be one of the kids. But she wouldn't audition mm-hmm. without me, so we both did. And it was just a fun dinner theater production, but it was professional theater. She got paid, and that's and I could tell then. I mean, I knew she had a, a good voice, but when they're 11 years old, you can't really tell. But as she got older and began developing, and I thought, there's something here. But I think even aside from how great she sings is the, the thing she writes. Her heart is so yeah. for the Lord. She could care less about all the fame, all that stuff. That's just not right. her. You know, she just, that, that's right. not not part of what yeah. excites her. It's writing these songs that really glorify the Lord that are very vertical, 
I love that they're not just so much about me and my pain and all that, which are fine. People need those sometimes. But her songs are, they worship God and they, they bring others in to do that. So, you know, that's yeah. just, just been exciting. We knew from the time she was in her teens, I, I knew God was going to do something big. I don't know how I knew, but God just showed me and I just tucked that in my heart and would pray about that. I didn't talk about it with people because, you know, when God shows right. you things, you, you sometimes want to just pray about them right. and not necessarily shout them from the rooftop. So we learned early yeah. on to, to pray. But I also, and what I talk about in my first book, Growing Great Kids, is don't be afraid to dream for your children. Dream God's dream. But you have to dig deep with God. You have to get down there. Just like you have to dig deep to get jewels and gold and silver out of the yeah. earth. You have to dig in with God, find out what is this child on this planet for? Because we're all yeah. here to change the world. Nobody is here by, by you know, randomly. Accident. We are all here by right. design. And God gave you your children specifically because he knew you could pour into them what they need. So we learned that very early on. And I really love to emphasize that, especially when I speak to moms. But dads, yes. too, that we've got to put that in our kids. Right. And I love, and, and, and my, my point of asking that question, and thank you for that incredible answer, is that, you know, to see that, you know, you had given up that, that career, um, and then you see it being birthed in a child, no matter what it is, if it's a writer or if it's a you know, singer or actor or athlete, I think, you know, that you just see God is carrying this on. He's moving mm-hmm. this forward. And so I just think that's so uh, encouraging for all the people out there, no matter, you know, every child is so special and they are so gifted. And for us to be able to look into their lives and to pray and to be able to nurture their gifts, whatever that is, is to me is one of the most uh, exciting things a parent can do. My, my son, when he was four years old, one of my sons, I have two incredible sons, but my youngest one, he just knew at the age of four, you know, he would carry around his little suitcase saying, call me Dr. Crable. I'm, I'm, call me Dr. Crable. And, you know, and, and he is a neurosurgeon today. And that, you know, but he, he always knew and he always worked toward that. And so it was so fun, you know, nurturing that gift, you know, during the hard times and, and, and the, and the exciting times. So, so parents, you know, take time to look at your children, see where their talents are, are going and be able to, but more importantly, make sure that they're doing it for the love of the Lord. You know, that's really what is the most important thing. All right, Kate. So you're, as we knew, you're so full of wisdom. It's so much fun to talk to you, but here's one of the things I want to talk to you about. Not that we have time to really dive into all of it, but chapter four was a very difficult Mm. chapter for you. It's where God was calling you to authenticity. And how many times do you think that the God dare is to simply be authentic with who you are and what your life is about? It may not be writing a book. It may not be singing on stage. God dare, and I know this is how my ministry began almost 30 years ago. It was the God dare to be authentically, to show the authentic Kim. How, t- talk to us about that for a little bit. Well, and authentic and also honest. There were things in yes. my life I did not want to share. Things. Well, I'll just tell your audience because I'm sure many women that are listening and men have dealt with this issue. But when I was 18, after I left high school, I got pregnant. And back in the 70s, this was not something that you celebrated. This was something that brought a lot of fear, or well, fear of my parents and guilt and shame. Well, I lived in New Jersey. 
abortion was not legal there yet, but it was in New York City. So I knew I could not tell my parents because I just, I couldn't bring that shame on them. So I went to New York. I had an abortion. It was very traumatizing, but at the same time, I just tucked it in the back of my mind. I thought, I'm not going to think about this. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to tell anyone. And for 40 years, I did not, except for my husband. He knew. But I told no one, no friends. I didn't tell my daughter. Till just a few years ago was I finally able to tell her. But as I was writing The God There, that's why I think it took me so long to get it done, because I did not want to talk about this. And God said, you need to put this in the book. You've got to be honest. And I found when I did that, it set me free. It took that burden off of me because there are so many of us that have dealt with this. And I think I probably get more comments on that chapter because it has really set other women free. We hold so much guilt with this and so much shame, especially those of us that did this a long time ago, that sometimes it's just hard to move forward. But I thought, I've, yeah. if, if, if God has taken our sins and they're, you know, in the sea of forgetfulness, he doesn't even remember this. I've repented. I, I remember when I first got saved, I knew God knew. I knew Jesus knew what I'd done. But I mm. just couldn't. And I knew he forgave me. I couldn't forgive myself for a long time. And that can be with tons of issues, not just yeah. that, but anything that we're yeah. holding on that we can't forgive ourselves. We need to let that go, and that will set you free if you just say, God, I've asked you to forgive me. You have, and now I'm not going to let that be my excuse. Let me put it that way, because yeah. that's why I said yeah. people think I've messed up too much. I've done the unforgivable sin. There's nothing unforgivable if you've repented and given right. that to God. So we have mm-hmm. to be, and I found for me, to be honest, now I can talk about it easily. And it's not, I'm not afraid anymore because I realize this, this is something a lot of us have, have gone through. And I want to let them know, you know, I'm a compassionate friend in that and that I can helpfully, hopefully give you some strength and some ability to say, I'm not going to let this rule me or anything else yeah. in our past. I, I didn't want it to rule me any longer and I don't want it to rule you, whatever that is. I love that. You know, the Bible says in First Peter 2.16, live as free people. When Christ mm-hmm. died, he freed us from all that. But, you know, as a, as a Christian counselor, that is one thing that I deal with so, so much. You know, the, the hurt and the pain, the shame, the guilt and regret from those past mistakes, which one, you know, is the abortion. And so um, thank you for your honesty in that. You know, we only have about three minutes left, Kate. I, I just knew this was going to go by so fast. I would love for you to come back at, at some point. I would I'd love to go into this. But for right now, I want to tell our, our listeners, please go. Uh, I guess I can get this at Amazon. And where would mm-hmm. they get this book? Sure, mm-hmm. Amazon, Amazon, ChristianBooks.com. Uh, some bookstores mm-hmm. may carry it. You just have to see. But, yeah, it's easily available online. Yes. Please, uh, audience. This is a book that really will stir up the it will stir up the the gifts in you, but what it will do it will release you from so many of the excuses that the enemy is using to paralyze you and to hold you back. You know time is short, even if we live to be two hundred years old, time is short and and God has given us this time, and he's saying, "Make the most of the opportunities we can't make the most of the opportunities unless we're willing to take." Take the God dares, which means, to me, it means it's, it's something bigger than we can do on our own. It truly is getting to the point to where we're willing to, willing to choose to be chosen 
to make the impossible possible. So um, what, wherever you are, whatever you're facing, grab this book and let God use it, the examples and the, the scriptures, the passages, to stir something up in you. Kate, as we leave, I, I want to thank you so much for, for your honesty, for your vulnerability. I want to thank you for all the God Dare Secrets that you have in your book that just open it up. I want to thank you for stirring within me my next God dare, which there is. You know, I've questioned me, and there's always another God dare in each and every one of us. I do believe that because of Ephesians 3.20. Glory be to God who by his power within us, he's always wanting to do more and accomplish more. But as we conclude, my final question to you is, what do you want to say to someone who is out there thinking, could this message have possibly been directed toward my heart and the secret desire I have. What would you say to them, Kate? I think if the Lord is stirring something in you and you you know that it's God, and we know when it is, I think, and we know when it's not, just don't be afraid. Ask him, because here's one thing. If God calls you to it, he'll equip you to do it. I was not equipped to write a book. But because I said yes, God equipped me. He sent the people into my life, the circumstances that made it possible. So if you believe mm-hmm. it's the Lord and you've gotten good counsel and gotten that confirmation, just step out, start doing it, and let the Lord unfold it. It's not going to all happen in a day. It may take a while, but that's okay. You get on that trail, get on that path, and you're going to see something great in your life, whatever, whether, whether it's public or private but you will see that if you press in and let the Lord take you where he wants to take you. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to conclude um, today's show with eight words that that Kate uses a a lot um, in in the book. And it's, you know, I've I've been known to use seven words to, to help people get over whatever is before them. And it's Peter, but because you say so, I will. It's the enlarging of our wants for God's will. But Kate uses eight words right out of Luke 138. Think about this today as you go about your day and as you think about that whatever is in you and the God there. Eight words, Luke 138. Be it unto me according to thy word. The words of Mary. Be it unto me according to their, thy word. To be our words today as well as we face our own God dares. Thank you, friends, so much for joining me right here. Thanks for stopping by for coffee. I look forward to seeing you next time. This is Kim Cable, Conversations of Friends of Faith to Encourage and Equip. See you next time, friends. Bye. Bye, Kate. Thank you so much. Bye, Kim. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Lovely conversation. We'll talk soon. To learn more about Kim's books, teaching materials, or to invite Kim to speak at your event, please visit kimcrable.org. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, to learn more, please visit kimcrable.org.